Who are you? I am Selina. Diarinus of Catania, priestess of Seknet. I am the ultimate siren of Endor. And you, little lady, are trespassing on private property. I am Kara of Argo City, daughter of Alora and Zorel, and I don't scare easily. Hi, I'm Milan Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Welcome to another fun episode of Billy Joel A to Z. Today, we complete Billy Joel's first album, Cold Spring Harbor, with the final song of the alphabet on that album and the seventh song of that album entitled, You Look So Good to Me. You Look So Good to Me is the fastest song on the album, and even faster if you listen to the original pressing, obviously. Perhaps most of you have never heard of this song before. I know I haven't. That's because after its release, it was erased from existence. This time it's true. Yeah, it's true. And it's too bad. But before we get to all that, Alan Altman, where do you think the New York newspapers put you look so good to me? I will tell you before you begin your guessing that they are exact. Okay, then I'm going to try to nail it, too. I feel like this is one of those bottom-of-the-list type songs, and I'm going to say 119. That's exactly correct. <laughs> you nailed it. I what? Mean, no way. How is that possible? You really didn't look that up? No. It's like your face and the way you said it and the way you opened with it. Like it's, I thought maybe you cheated this time. <laughs> yeah, you got it exactly correct. I was thinking about it before we started, and I was going to say 115, and I said, no, there aren't like nine better songs. I mean, nine worse songs than this, so it's got to be somewhere a little bit lower. 119 out of 121, a corny ballad justifiably forgotten, the weakest song on an album even Joel doesn't think much of. Now, Glenn Gamboa said, could this have inspired Wham's Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go? It's a nice bit of fluff that never quite gets into gear. The fans rank it at 96, and I got to say, Alon, I fucking love this song. I don't understand. I don't know why it's so low. I don't get it. You hate I, it, too? No, I knew you would love it because it's totally one of those kind of songs that you would love because it oh, sounds like some kind of Broadway musical it, number. Totally. <laughs> you know, it's my favorite electronic keyboard shit. I love the way it starts. I'm snapping my fingers. This is the happiest song on the album. It's kind of funny that right after it, there's a song about suicide. It makes no sense. <laughs> this album was really horribly put together, but I am so excited that this album has just gotten better and better for me. I've never heard this song before in my life, for sure, and I absolutely love it. I think I like last week's song better. I can't get that out of my head. I can't believe I'm so lucky to hear new Billy Joel music. And I absolutely love this song. I mean, I like it too. I'm not going to say I don't like it, but it's every time it comes on in the album, I'm just thinking like, what was he even thinking? It's such filler. It's, it's gotta be like the simplest song in the world. It's, it's less than two and a half minutes long. And this is how it goes. Chorus, bridge, chorus, 
instrumental chorus. That's the song. What is this thing? What are the lyrics on this song? Ah, you look so good to me. With my eyes open wide, I can see. Ah, you feel so good to me. And it's so good when you're here because I'm free. I'm feeling the glory from that smile upon your face. You're lifting me high above my ordinary place. And I am so happy when I'm in your warm embrace. Ah! <laughs> oh, you know what? I don't think I, I, I must have looked at the lyrics, but didn't realize how stupid they were until you just were talking about them. Then never, it didn't occur to me because again, I'm so into the melody. I am not paying attention to really horrible lyrics, just like you said. They're so basic. It's so simple. Even, I mean, at this time, we know Billy could write deep stuff. Uh, and this one, he just was going for upbeat guy in love, I guess. Well, I have no problems with that. And I like songs like that. And this is just such a strange album in so many ways, in the sense, again, that Tomorrow's Today is the next song off the album. So it's very strange. But I wish there was a music video of him walking down the street with this song waving at the village green and the Italian restaurant next door and the people at the Jericho train station restaurant. I wish there was a music video for this song where he's just walking in all his glory in long Island, just walking past all the places that he's spoken about Hicksville high, all the places, the, the, the waterfront, Fucking A. <laughs> You'd have to walk really fast to get to all those places in two well, minutes. Well, no, no, you seconds. would edit. You would edit. But it's just, I mean, I can picture it in my head, This the, the way I would make this music video. Well, I can picture it, too, because I wrote in my notes that this feels like a musical number in a Broadway show where the main character is walking down the street, swinging on street lamp poles. That is so funny. We both thought the same thing. Because that's what it feels like. He just had a great, he fell in love or something, and now he's just so happy, and he's waving at Mr. Cacciatore. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I want that to be a video so bad. I can, I can just taste it. Like I just want it to be, I want it to have existed. And obviously I know we will never hear this in concert because, you know, I, I think even though last week's song, he could totally play in concert. I don't think, and as we, we know, as it draws closer, you and I, you know, we're so fortunate to have tickets to this final show. And boy, would we love to pull out stops, pull out some stops. But we know he's very lazy. And the other thing we also know is that he hates this album. And I think he won't play it just because he you remember uh, on one of the songs recently we were talking about Vicky Cristina Barcelona, the movie with mm -hmm. what's the song with the Spanish guitar? Why Judy? Why? Yes. Why Judy? Why? That's right. We were talking about Vicky Cristina Barcelona because we were talking about why Judy Why and the Spanish guitar. And there's a scene in Vicky Cristina Barcelona where Woody Allen. No, Javier Bordem, Bodem, whatever. Javier his, Bordem. <laughs> Javier, whatever his name is pronounced, uh, goes to visit his father. And he's explaining to Scarlett Johansson, like, you know, his father's a big artist because everybody's an artist in this town. And his father's an, a, like an amazing poet. And Scarlett Johansson is like, why won't he share his work? You know, why won't he publish it? He goes, oh, that's his way of getting even with the world that he hates. He, he will not release it. 
<laughs> you know, like that. That's ah. his way of getting back at the world that makes him angry or the, the people in whatever artistry that got him angry. That's his way of combating that he will not share his beauty. And it's just like that. I mean, there probably is something to it. It's unfortunate that he doesn't care for this album, but of course it was a miserable experience and still 50 years later leaves a bad taste in his mouth. But it probably has something a lot to do with Artie Rip and the fact he's like, no, I'm not bringing that out. Screw him. And it, it probably is something to do with that, why he wouldn't pull this out. But boy, wouldn't that be something else if we well, got a treat like this, something big off a, a very deep cut off the first album. Wow. Yeah, we we enjoy it because of how deep the cut is, but I'm sure he's embarrassed by this song. So I don't think if there's well, anything I'm, from I'm also, Cold Spring Harbor, it would not be this one in a million. I'm also talking about last week's song, too. I'm saying, you know, he could yeah. totally do that one. He shouldn't be embarrassed by that one. But I don't think we'll ever get anything deep off this album because he's angry and he doesn't want to you know he doesn't want any even though no one in that crowd besides us is going to be like "Ooh, i wonder if Artie rip is in the house somewhere you know like i just think he wants to have nothing to do with this album and somehow to punish Artie rip he will never play a fun cut and the, i would i like to see this song yes it i don't think it fits in the concert but last week's song totally would yeah no, you're right. That would be so cool if he if he busted that out. Um, yeah. And if he busted this out, we would say, you know what? He should retire. He's gone senile. <laughs> well, I don't feel that way, but I know what you're talking about. It's funny. The original pressing is even funnier because obviously all the songs are just tainted, but the keyboards are even funnier. This kind of keyboard at a faster speed is funny. <laughs> Sometimes when I listen, you know, I keep forgetting that they have added instruments or taken away instruments in the Artie Rip pressing, the 1983 version. So I thought maybe the harmonica was added in in the 83, but it is in the original, unfortunately, my least favorite instrument. Yeah, that's a BJ original. I'm surprised to see you like this song so much, even though it has this uh, harmonica solo, which also is kind of funny, actually, because this song is so short. And yet he still finds time to fit in a 20 second long harmonica solo. Well, and like you say, it's just a 20 second long harmonica solo. So it's not horrible. Yeah, but that's 10% of the song. That's a lot. That's a lot of harmonica time. Trying to think what it reminded me of. Obviously, a Broadway show. Obviously, that Pippin reference again that we always use because it is so show tune-ish. But uh, I keep going back to Gotcha Get to End of My Life, the Earth, Wind, and Fire version. you know something you can snap your fingers to it brings me back to that era also it brings me back to very early 70s that got you get into my life and this song uh immediately brings me back to that time period yeah and also for me what it kind of reminded me to lyrically was a song i'm free by the who tommy just because it has like the word about being being free and feeling so high and oh, that kind of like just uplifting feeling. And also like when you watch the Tommy movie, Roger Daltrey is like running while that song is playing, which kind of picture, how I picture this, like Billy on the street running and being happy. So 
the song we this is why I keep getting mixed up. The song we did last week is You Can Make Me Free, which I keep calling You Can Make Me Feel for some reason. And then it's all about being free in this song as well. I'm getting confused. Yeah, they're both uh, pretty uplifting type songs for this album. Because like like you were saying, this is sort of a de- depressing album. This one, this song's on the second half, which generally I would say is the depressing half. Usually. It, it leads into Tomorrow's Today, as you mentioned, which is his literal suicide note. So he goes from being like super uplifting to suicide. And what's the use of always dreaming if tomorrow is today? Uh, I'm assuming... He has never played this live, like ever, like not even when this album came out. Even when the album came out, this would not have been one of his top eight tracks to play. So, yeah, he's never played this live. Does not exist. Well, I will tell you, because of the keyboards and, you know, the my favorite kind of keyboard sound. I hope Paul Lauren plays this next week when we do the wrap up, because, you know, this is all perfect for a nice little keyboard. So electronic keyboard solo. Yeah, and I believe it might be the Hammond organ. People can tell me if I'm wrong, but that's my guess on what that sound is in the song. Did they have and that back then? And they had it back then. Yeah, in he the, played that uh, on this album. So I assume if we're hearing an organ, it's probably that organ. Um, yeah, I think we should definitely have Paul do. There's so many songs in this album that he never plays. We should get him to do some rarities, you know? I can't wait. Like, I don't want Cold Spring Harbor to be two, three parts, but now I'm so enjoying a lot of these songs that I don't know. It won't be, though, because they're all so short. So it's not the kind of thing where he's doing Goodnight Saigon and we have to watch him do right, uh, right, helicopter right. noises for six minutes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> good point. Good point. And is he going to do it at the what, like a regular speed or do you think he'll do it quickly? I say we have to make <laughs> we have to speed him up even faster than the Artie Rip version. We're going to have to do we're going to have to have him do the 70 version and the 83. Yeah, I have to do both versions. We'll put out two versions of the whole episode, actually. And I'm very much looking. I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to I, I never thought this album was going to do it for me. But the last couple of songs we've done on it has just been really spectacular. And it started off kind of no fun whatsoever. And I'm like, eh, I can't see myself liking this album. And now, whatever. But we'll talk about that next week. Yes. Well, Dave, it's time for the trivia portion of the show. Do you have a stumper for me? Well, I have one that I think you're going to like, and you should get fairly easy. This song reminded me of something you might say to someone after they do this. And you would say, you are so good looking. We have the same trivia question. No, we don't. <laughs> I swear. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. Well, so what was your question going to be? This is obviously the Seinfeld thing about. That after is you my sneeze. question. The what is the answer? After you sneeze. That's right. Instead of saying "God bless you," you should say "You are so good looking." Well, you know what? It's perfect that we both finally had the same trivia question uh, on this uh, one, where we're you know really it's just a little ditty, and that's all we have to say about the song. We're so in step in this episode, you know, because yeah. we both thought about him like walking down the street and all that. I got yeah. the num- I got the ranking from both guys exactly on target, yeah. which is incredible. Good point. And we have the same trivia. Yeah, I have mo- I have more parts to my trivia though. So if you want, I could I could add on to it. Sure. Okay. So in the episode of Seinfeld where that where that phrase is used, the episode "The Good Samaritan," Jerry is trying to get a date with a woman played by Helen Slater who starred as what superhero in a 1984 flop? 
Supergirl. Okay. Yeah, I that know was everything. easy for you. You know 80s movies. and Well, I also know everything about Helen Slater as well. Oh, tell me. Helen, Helen Slater and Peter O'Toole, Supergirl, for some God knows reason. And, and how Dunaway, she ended up in that. What? Faye Dunaway also. Oh, that Mia I Farrow. Know. It's, it's unwatchable. <laughs> but Helen Slater had a pretty good career. Um, I had a friend who was related to her, and then she just disappeared and certainly was one of those women that, unfortunately, I guess, I, I always thought she was really pretty, aged out really fast. And I don't know why. She was fun. She was a good actress, or she was okay. And then just, you know, ending up in Seinfeld where, you know, you're just, you're, you're Supergirl and she's, uh, you know, do you know the other trivia of her? Uh, maybe. I've been do reading you know, her Wikipedia. No, don't look at the Wikipedia. I won't look, but I was looking to get to that trivia, so I might know it recently. All right. Well, what else does, does Helen Slater have to do with Billy Joel? Uh, she starred in The Legend of Billy Jean. No. It sounds like Billy Joel. She's from Long Island. No. Well, that's also true. Uh, then I have no idea. She is in the movie Ruthless People. The Dave Juskow's favorite Billy Joel song. That's right. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Here's another Billy Joel type thing. In 2003, she released an album, which was her singing and playing piano. Oh, my. I'm sure that's oh pretty good. Yeah. Here's even more trivia. In The Legend of Billie Jean... Her brother is played by Christian Slater. No relation. Oh, yeah, right, right. They just well, I think Helen Slater name. is Jewish. Yeah, she's Jewish. And Christian Slater is not. As evidenced <laughs> by his first name. Right. Point. <laughs> uh, wait, there's even more trivia on her. Not really on her, but on the movie Supergirl. I just read this, which is kind of funny. Christopher Reeve, obviously, who played Superman, was supposed to have a cameo in the movie. But he bowed out of it because he probably saw that it was a, tr- a piece of trash. So in the movie, his non-appearance is explained via a news broadcast where, where it states that Superman has left Earth on a peace-seeking mission to a distant galaxy. So wow. they basically did like a Poochie the dog thing. Where it was well, like, I have to go back to my home planet. <laughs> well, Superman 4 was called The Quest for Peace. So it's mm-hmm. possible it has something to do. Also, Helen Slater does appear in the new flash movie oh really yes so whatever cool so um what are you doing this weekend you have got some nerve you smash up my car you don't admit it and now you want to ask me out on a date i didn't do it yeah right (laughs) you are so good looking thank you All right, Alon, it's time for you to somehow make a parody out of You Look So Good To Me. This one actually came kind of easy for me. I, I enjoyed it because the song is easy, so I think the parody was easy. Um, I'm not going to do the whole song. I'm doing just a small part of it. The song is simply too long. I just can't, you <laughs> cannot expect me to do a whole parody song. No. Okay, so my parody of You Look So Good To Me is called You Took My Plate From Me. Awful, but continue. Ah, you took my plate from me. I still had several bites left to eat. Ah, you took my food from me. 
Now I'm sad and I'm still real hungry. I'm guessing the bus boy assumed that I was done. Or maybe he thought I was sitting too long. My stomach is grumbling for the food that is gone. Uh, Christ, did a cow shit in here? I think that's the worst one you've ever done. <laughs> but it ends with him whining from his grumbling stomach. It, it fits perfectly with the noises Billy made. Well, I suppose I never, I didn't catch that. Nobody hit me to that dude. But I, this is the only one. After what are we talking about? Two hundred songs where I was actually rolling my eyes. Where I'm just like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. The parody should be as corny as the song. So, I And I have no sense. idea what the song is after you just sang it. <laughs> like, I cannot picture it in my head. <laughs> well, we'll speed it up. I think I sang it in the regular key. And we need oh, to have okay. that in chipmunk voice. Okay, I'll take care of that. I took my plate from me. I still had several bites left to eat. I took my food from me. Now I'm sad and I'm still real hungry. Well, folks, that was You Look So Good To Me and the last song on Cold Spring Harbor, which means next week Paul Lauren will join us for the album wrap-up where he may sing this and other rarities. If you like our podcast, be sure to go to Apple and give us five stars. We release new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss a single song. Follow us on social media at Billy Joel A to Z and give us some feedback. Do you consider this one of Billy's worst songs? Come on. Or are you in the Dave camp? Yay! <laughs> Will you start saying, you look so good to me, when someone sneezes? <laughs> and should there be a music video for this? And should Dave film and star in it himself? Obviously. Please do. We all want to see that. I want to see you twirling around on light posts, jumping over uh, puddles. Fire hydrants. Fire hydrants. Well, maybe you try to jump over the fire hydrant, you fall down, and you get sad, and then you write tomorrow's today. Right. Until next time. I'm Alan Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z.